You are listening to the Best in Wealth Podcast, episode number 112. This is the Best in Wealth Podcast, a show for successful family stewards who want real answers about wealth and investing so we can feel secure about our family's future. At the Best in Wealth Podcast, we think differently about wealth and investing, and you should too. All right. Hello, everyone. My name is Scott Wellens, and I'm your host of the Best in Wealth Podcast. This is a show dedicated to helping real people, that is you, my friend, build real wealth so together we can take family stewardship to the next level. I am a certified financial planner, an educator, and a wealth advisor. It is great to see you today. And if anything in this episode or any previous episode resonates with you and you feel as though you want to talk to a fee-only certified financial planner, I want you to email me, scott at bestandwealth.com and just say you'd like to start a conversation. Because my day job is not this podcast. My day job is that I own a company, a registered investment advisory firm called Fortress Planning Group, and I would love to have a conversation with you. And before we get to the topic of the day, though, which is mentally preparing for retirement, I just want to spend a couple of minutes talking about family stewardship. Because it's a big weekend for us this weekend. My little Eva, who's eight, not so little anymore, but she is. She's playing Aladdin in the play Aladdin this weekend. Totally excited. And if you'd listened to a couple of episodes previously, you know that I'm coaching my fifth grade daughter's volleyball uh, team this year. They're playing on Saturday morning and on Sunday. My oldest daughter, Chloe, who is in her third year of college, is flying in from Western Kentucky University to enjoy the festivities so we can hang out together as a family. My mom and dad are coming in tonight. My brother and sister are coming to town. It's going to be a huge weekend. But it just, it got me thinking, and I know some of you who have children have thought about this as well, is We think sometimes being a family steward means that we get our kids in all of these activities. And don't get me wrong, I'm glad Grace is in volleyball. I'm glad that my daughter Eva is in drama theater. And I'm glad that my oldest daughter Chloe has, in her life growing up, involved in many activities. Because you think as a family steward, I got to get my kids into as many things as possible. But then the flip side is twofold. Number one, parents get all stressed out. I know my wife and I are stressed out about all the activities going on this weekend. Eva's play goes on Saturday and Sunday. And of course, dad's all freaked out because he wants to make sure he's going to be able to watch the Packer game through all of this. But the two things we're missing out or the two things that come up are one, parents get more stressed out with all of this, these activities going on. You have parents that each have careers that they're keeping up with. You have single parents, just all this stuff going on. So we add stress 
And then we spend less time as a family around the dinner table. And I think a real family steward is going to sit down and have dinner with their family where they can talk because we're just not really talking anymore. And I'm not trying to put any extra added stress on you. If you can't, you can't. But maybe you can find a day or two during the week where you make it a priority. I feel like like some of the best conversations happen around the dinner table. So let's all of us, me included, try and make it a goal as a family steward moving forward to try and lower the stress as parents and sit around that dinner table once again. Let's get to the topic of the day. All right, here we go, my friends. Mentally preparing for retirement. What am I talking about here? And I need to tell you, I am still... I am still on a series of the family stewardship approach to investing. And we had a couple of uh, pre-episodes, you know, five or six episodes. Again, if you want to want to watch or listen to them, uh, you'll find them on your uh, your favorite podcast app or simply by going to bestandwealth.com and listening. And we have a couple of more to get through, but I have been determined to talk about other topics instead of just investing, although investing is so important and we will continue on with the series because we have weeks and weeks and months and years of this show going, but I feel as though we need to get back to some of the really important things as well. Investing is important, but so is everything else that has to do with your financial life, including mentally preparing for retirement because a lot of us simply want to get out of whatever job we're in right now so their their main goal is to not have to go to their day job anymore and so so they can retire so they don't have to depend on those dollars anymore because the army of dollars they've saved up and the plan that they have moving into retirement if you're with a good fee-only certified financial planner will take care of that money but what about mental what about the mental aspect of retirement And I'm going to talk about four different topics that I want you to think about as you're approaching retirement or financial freedom that I believe in talking to many, many, many clients and friends and family over the years have become kind of a top four that we want to make sure that we get our arms around before we actually retire. So number one that I have written down is structure. Structure is something, whether we know it or not, is something we all want and need. And it happens at a very young age. You know, kids want to stay up past their bedtime, but kids, I'm telling you, they operate the best and they want structure. My kids, I get my kids on the bus every morning and, oh, we got a routine, baby. We are waking up at seven o'clock. I give them a five minute little time where they can still lay in bed at 7.05. They're up. They're getting ready for school. They're brushing their teeth. They're making their bed. They're getting their room clean. They're making sure the bathroom is clean. That's what they're doing the first 20 minutes out of the day. Then they come down for breakfast. You know, I'm a good guy. I have their lunch made. 
and I make the breakfast for them. Third grade and fifth grader used to do it with my oldest daughter as well. But so they now they have breakfast and they're in charge of putting their dishes in the dishwasher. But they have breakfast at 720 every morning. And I let them watch a show. They eat their vitamin. They're good till 740. But at 740, they need to go back upstairs and double check everything that they've done. Because A, I haven't given them a lot of time to do it yet. And B, now they're fully awake. And now I'm getting on them again to make sure that all of that stuff is taken care of. Because at 8 o'clock, they're getting their shoes on. They're getting their coats on. They're getting their backpacks ready. And we're headed out to the bus at 8.05. At 8.15, the bus will pick them up. That's the routine. And you know what? I think some people listening might say, that's pretty crazy, Scott, but my kids, they love that. It's better than not knowing. And kids like a structure throughout the day, but guess what? So do we. So when we enter retirement, we've spent all of these years with structure during the week, waking up at a certain time, getting ready for work, going to work, coming home. That's all routine. We want it. We need it. And I'm not saying there shouldn't be some decompression time after you're first retired. And that might go on for a couple of months. But it's time to develop a routine. And really smart people develop and start to develop that routine before they actually retire. And I don't mean it's got to be crazy because right now our lives are crazy. I mean, we just have a routine. One, I was talking to a client last week. And he goes to the gym five days a week, and that's awesome. But you know what? His, his last how many years that he can remember mean going to the gym at lunchtime, rushing to the gym, working out as quick as you can, and getting back to work. Now, I'm not talking about your routine has to be quick like that. Man, I can't wait when I can go to the gym and spend two hours at the gym. And I'm not talking working out the whole while, but I mean getting there, hopefully talking to some people, then getting into my routine, getting a shower there, get my workout in, have a cup of coffee with somebody. Man, that sounds like a great way to start my morning. That's going to be part of my routine. So I do not care if you slow this routine down. I just feel as though you need one. And now I'm going to go through the other three points that I want to bring up. And they all fit back into building this into number one, your structure. So the number two thing that I've written down that we need to think about before retiring to mentally prepare is friends. What's got? What are you talking about? Well, I have talked about in an episode way a long time ago, I don't even remember which number it was, episode 50 or something, that I had lunch next to an actuary one day. And this actuary had been doing a lot of research on the outliers, the people that live really, really long, 90, 100, 110. And you'd think that they ate really healthy and they exercise every day. And I'm not saying that's not important, but one of the three biggest traits that they had is they had a ton of friends. They surrounded themselves with people. And that's exactly what you need to make sure that you do in retirement. But here's what you have to make up for is when you leave a job, you lose friends, you get 
It doesn't take long where these friend relationships start to fade away. I'm not talking about all of them, but I'm talking about some. In my last career, my first career, when I worked for a company selling wireless products and services, I had a lot of friends, and I still have a few of them, but I had a lot of friends. And I hung out with them outside of the workplace. But you know what? When I left that career to start Fortress Planning Group, those friends started to fade away. And the same thing you can count on at your career right now, the job that you're at. So you need to think about where you're going to build that friend network back up. How are you going to find new friends? For some people, it's easy. For others, not so much. But when you're thinking about number one and your structure, you think about building that structure that has to do with being with friends or finding new friends because friends and surrounding yourself with people are going to keep you younger, longer. All right, number three on my list is rediscovering your spouse. This is a good one. You know, when uh, my clients engage in comprehensive financial planning, we have many, many modules that we go through. And one of the modules has to do with their concerns about before they retire and into retirement. Things like running out of money, the cost of health care, my spouse dying before me. Those are real concerns for real people. And we do write in some concerns. So I have a big, long list for clients to choose from. And then we prioritize those concerns. And we write in ones that might not be on the list. But you know what is one that is on the list that we don't think about very often? One of the check marks is afraid or concerned about spending too much time with their spouse. Think about it. You guys, you married folks anyway, have been with each other, married for years and years and years and years, but you're not spending every waking moment together, not even close. And now you might both be retired and boom, no structure, not a lot of friends. You're spending 24-7 with each other. Now for some, not a big deal. And I'm gonna tell you right now, I love my wife to death. She is the smartest, most beautiful person on this planet. I don't know how I won the lottery, but I did. But her and I would both be the first to tell you that us spending every waking moment together would drive us crazy. So when you think about building structure in number one and building out your day, do not build this as a structure together. You need different structures. Now, I don't want to minimize the rediscovering your spouse because there can be some awesome things that you guys now are doing together. I simply want you to think about your structure and how it relates to you and your spouse and building different structures. 
Of course, you're going to spend more time with your spouse and it's going to be hopefully less stressful time, vacationing, doing things together, walks in the morning, driving to the gym together, different types of things. And I want you to rediscover your spouse and I want it to be the best time of your lives. But I also want you to build in some structure away from your spouse and don't drive each other crazy. See, these couple of points, they all come back to your structure. The last thing that I want to bring up and how we can build it up into the structure to mentally prepare for retirement is making a difference or fulfillment. They both kind of go hand in hand, kind of don't. But I'm telling you what, there will be a point in your life when there will be reflection And there's more time for it the older we get because life is slowing down. If I'm going to the gym for two hours now instead of 35 minutes, I have more time to think, more time to reflect. And as we get older, we start to reflect more. Things like, how can I make a difference? Or how can I bring fulfillment? Because the last thing we want when we're on our deathbed is to have regrets. There'll be some. I mean, I know as much as I try and plan that I'm going to have some regrets. There's things that I cannot make up for from the past already. There will be regrets. But how do we minimize regrets? And sometimes we think about our career and how we wanted to make a difference. And a lot of times we're making a difference and we don't even know it. But the worst part about not even knowing it is you yourself don't think that you've made a difference. Or we ended up in a career where during our career, we didn't have the type of job where we could actually make a real difference or really be fulfilled. Think about Stephen Covey in his book talking about writing the last chapter first. I've talked about this before, but it's the only way to really Start to plan on making difference, on making a difference or being fulfilled. Start with the last chapter. How do you want to be remembered? And once we know that, now we can start to build out our structure in our retirement where we can make a difference or be fulfilled. So think about those things that you never had time to do before but are going to make an impact on your community, your family, your church, your city, your country, or the world. And build that into your structure. There are so many things, you know, I go to church every Sunday. Well, I'll be honest with you, most Sundays. And my wife and my daughter They volunteer in the kids' room, and that's great, and I have volunteered in the past, but I'm not right now because I'm into all kinds of other things, such as coaching volleyball, running the all-pro dads group, just things that are making me just run wild. But you know what? I miss not volunteering in my church. I want to. And I feel as though I could make a difference in our church. I feel as though it will make me more fulfilled. 
And that's just one example. There's so many things that I want to do that I can build structure in my retirement where I can make a difference. Because whether or not you care about making a difference or being fulfilled right now, the one thing I'll guarantee you is that one point in your life, either after a major accident or losing a loved one or contracting some sort of disease or simply getting really old, you are going to reflect and you're going to want to make that difference. Because I don't know about you, but I do not want to be lying in my deathbed saying, I didn't make a difference. I have regrets. Instead, I want to lie on my deathbed and say, wow, look at the accomplishments that I made. Look at the difference that I made. Look at the way I rediscovered my spouse and I am more in love with her now than ever before. Look at all the friends that I surrounded myself with. By the way, the thing about friends is not only do you have to surround yourself with the friends, you have to really believe that they love you or really like you. It doesn't matter if they do or not. You just have to believe it. But if you can build structure in your retirement and mentally prepare to know that you need to build up your friend network, to know that you need to rediscover your spouse, and part of that is to build structure where you do things independent of each other, and mentally preparing for the fact that whether you want to or not, someday you're gonna say, I wish I made a difference or I did make a difference and you want to be fulfilled. And how does all of that happen? Well, instead of sitting around thinking about it, it's doing it. And the only way we actually do it is if we build structure in our life. That we know that every Sunday we're volunteering for our church and not just thinking about, boy, maybe I should sign up one day. No, it's actually going to do it. Because being mentally prepared in retirement is just as important as being financially prepared in retirement. And that's why my clients and I, we talk about this before retirement and into retirement because it is so vitally important. Because if we're not mentally prepared, we might end up in depression or something even worse, getting old too darn fast because we weren't ready because it will come up and sneak up on you. So be prepared and start preparing today. And if you need me, if you want to talk, email me, scott at bestandwealth.com. Let's just set up a discovery meeting. For now, I got to go. I will see you on the flip side. Bye-bye, everyone. The Best in Wealth Podcast is hosted by Scott Wellens. Scott Wellens is the principal at Fortress Planning Group. Fortress Planning Group is a registered investment advisory firm regulated by the Securities Act of Wisconsin in accordance and compliance with securities laws and regulations. Fortress Planning Group does not render or offer to render personalized investment or tax advice through the Best in Wealth Podcast. The information provided is for informational purposes only and does not constitute financial, tax, investment, or legal advice.